Hey weirdos, I'm Hannah Sainty and welcome to the Your Weird Podcast, the place that talks to creatives, artists and people living their best lives about how they do what they do, why they do what they do and how being a bit weird is a superpower. If robots are taking all our jobs, we better figure out how to harness the one thing they can't do, be creative. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone, welcome to the new year, welcome to the newest, freshest episode of the Your Weird Podcast. I am your host Hannah Sainty, thank you so much for coming here and welcome to a new year. Or actually, if you're listening to this into the future, welcome to a new day or a new afternoon or evening or whatever time of day or whatever you're doing. Hello, thank you so much for coming. Um, I really wanted to kick off and say thank you to everyone who has been listening along the way and joining me on this journey. I had this idea to create a podcast that can act as like a little hug when you're going absolutely mental as a creative and after last year's test to see if it was a viable viable idea and if people liked it, I'm so honoured to say and notice that the answer is yes and it's because of all of you. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for all of the beautiful messages I I get about how great the content is for you and how it's impacting you. It truly makes my day and, and, and like honestly more, more please. Like all of those messages are always welcome and I truly mean it when I say that like I genuinely love hearing from you and about what you're making and what your wins are in your creative pursuits and what the resistances are that you are experiencing because if there's any way that I can help I would really love to be able to do that and if you have anything else to offer to help me in my creative resistances or the other listeners I would love to hear that as well and do a shout out to you on the episode. So always just a message in, it is always welcome. I also just wanted to thank the people who have sent through reviews and giving me the the five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. It, that's really made my day to be able to see that. Like, And I've absolutely been shining with happiness every time I see something that come through and all the subscriptions and all those automatic downloads. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every little bit really does count in this crazy industry. So all these messages, subscriptions, reviews and sharing of episodes between each other has genuinely helped keep this project alive and keep it well and also keep me excited to keep seeking out artists to talk through and create content for you and investigate all of these things so it motivates me and helps keep me accountable and honest so thank you so much speaking of honest uh, I have been doing a lot of thinking lately so in the last episode I was talking about a news revolution instead of a resolution in the you know the sense of discovering the wins of your past of your past year so you can pat yourself on the back and you know then find out the one thing that caused you to not achieve the things you wanted to do in your year and you know maybe pushed your career project or life further back and by discovering what it was that was standing in the way of you pursuing or achieving everything you wanted to achieve then you can focus on that for the following year now that is in that last episode if you want to like go back and hear that new process that I invented because I was sending myself absolutely batshit crazy from trying all the time and somehow feeling like I was running on the spot uh, but it's not New Year's specific, so you can go back and listen to it because it's more of just like a new new me specific. And I'm probably going to do it again in the middle of the year to check in with myself and with all of you. So if you want to give yourself a bit of a kick up the ass right now, go listen to that and get moving. But the reason I bring that up is because what I discovered from that episode, the thing that I have been really lacking is being good at planning. Now, I know a lot of people feel like this, but I found it really funny because me discovering that I'm not very good at planning is so strange because I'm known for being a bit of a master of admin or a great producer and a great uh, events manager and all round just great planner. Like I'm that person who books all the trips and, you know, I was the project manager if I organized a trip with friends or anything like that. So I'm really great at planning. 
I just can't plan when it comes to my own projects. You know that feeling? It's always a way, isn't it? Like chefs eat bad food, psychologists are always a bit mental and teachers are actually the loosest units in the world and love breaking rules. Do you know what I mean? And so I figured out that, you know, I need to be better at planning. And so far, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's gone kind of okay. (laughs) In the same way that, you know, they say when you're manifesting, you can't just manifest something general. Like you can't just say, I want cake. You have to manifest a specific cake. Like you have to say, I want vegan, gluten-free, refined, sugar-free, cinnamon cake with coconut cream on the side. Otherwise, the universe is just going to give you mud cake made with actual mud and dirt, not chocolate. And the same, same goes for planning, right? So I've been amazing at planning specifically, but not generally. And that's what I kind of do a lot of really. Like I'll be really great at planning like a tiny detail and sometimes I can miss the bigger picture or like vice versa. And what I've discovered is that though... In this regard, what I have been doing is I've been really great at planning all of the things I need to do, but I haven't really been great in my planning of time management. And I haven't been great in considering the other things that I need to do to make me a good creative and a good friend and a good partner and a good daughter. You know, I hadn't actually planned out all of these other aspects. And now this episode isn't about planning, but I wanted to talk about all of those different aspects. Because as it turns out, I've noticed that a lot of other creatives have been doing a similar thing. This is a conversation that has been coming up with me in my like personal life quite consistently. And so I thought if I've been thinking about it a lot myself and I've already been talking to a bunch of other creatives about it, well, maybe it's time to share it with my little podcast family. So, hey guys. And what I want to talk about is the five most important pillars of being a creative. Now, obviously I'm not an expert in all these things. This is just what I consider the five most important pillars. And I really hope that it will help you too. So oftentimes we're always about being productive and effective and making sure that we do the work and we drive and we push and we excel and we keep going. It's still, we still live in a hustle culture, which is awesome. And I am genuinely all about it, but it's actually not enough. There's so much more than pushing yourself to your boundaries all the time. Firstly, it's not sustainable. And also you're a human, you're not a machine and you need to enjoy being human. So going against the hustle culture, but also noting its importance as well, I'd like to discuss the five areas that I think are really important. This is personally what I have found, and some of you will already know what I'm going to be talking about, but think if this is like a way to legitimize anything that you've been thinking or the way that you've been living and a confirmation, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for being a legend. And so these topics that I'm going to discuss are the things that we need to be mindful of. And dare I say it, we need to plan, haha, keyword, around or slash for them. All right, cool. So the five areas, mind, body, soul. I mean, that's typical, typical because they're necessary and like any cliche, a cliche only becomes a cliche because it's something that is true and predictable and predictable because it's happened so many times before. So mind, body, soul, and the other two are time and tribe. Okay, let's get stuck in. Let's start with the mind, the think tank, the thought nugget maker, the memory keeper, the idea generator, the internal chat GPT. Obviously, it's an important area. And so we need to think about the things that we have to keep the mind in tune. So sleeping, reading, pondering, meditating, exploring, taking risks, observing, keeping an open mind, teaching and learning. I mean, like the brain is such a huge deal. And all of these things I just listed are hugely important. But how do we do them all? Like, how do we have this amazing muscle in our skull, yet we still don't even know, like, we don't even use the whole thing of it. And we're trying to use what we can of this brain to discover what the rest of it does. And we're aware of this whole thing happening. Isn't that mental? Like, that's like giving yourself surgery, like taking out your own gallbladder. It's weird to be so aware of an organ that we don't even know how to use it, but we're investigating it. And it's amazing. And that's what's mental though. How are we supposed to <laughs> manage this huge muscle and look after it by ourselves? Like, dude, I can't even keep my houseplants alive. 
So we need to look after our minds to be creative. But how do we do it? My best practices for doing this is like meditating and doing pages. Um, If you haven't read The Artist's Way, where have you been? Go read it. Um, Like I've talked about it before, but in short, you're going to write three pages when you wake up. Like you don't plan them. You just write whatever it is that you're thinking about. It truly is amazing. I have figured out a bunch of issues over my time. Like when I was writing my show last year, I figured out all of the problems in my show by doing these pages and I just translate them into my actual show document. And I also just figure out all my own crap. You know what I mean? If I've got a problem, I just write three pages about it and I sort it out. It is the cheapest therapy you will ever find. I also check in with myself often. Like, and this is an interesting one. It's one that you have to try and stay quite aware of, but I, I try and check in on myself with my biases. You know what I mean? Like the, the opinion that I seem to immediately have is, do I still believe that? Or have I matured? Have I grown? Have I got more information that now I'm just acting on a bias? Or was it even my opinion to begin with? Was I raised in a way of thinking and maybe I need to expand my, myself more? I check in with those biases to keep moving my brain and growing it. I also check in when I'm tired. So often, you know, like in this hustle culture, we kind of keep going, keep going, you know, buck up, get on with it, be stronger, be tougher. But sometimes if you're just tired or sad and annoyed, it can literally just be a social battery. You know, sometimes I thought, I think my social battery is actually just spent and I just need to go home and recharge. Or maybe it's like the reverse. And maybe I've spent like, I spent too much time by myself and I finally outstayed my own welcome and I need to go see some friends and family. Or am I just being a brat? You know, am I just being a brat because I'm sleepy or hungry? In theory, like we actually never grow up. Like we just get skilled enough to make our own food or put ourselves to bed. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, sometimes there's just something really good on Netflix. Vikings, anyone? I know I'm really late to the party, but I only just finished watching all of the seasons of Vikings. Also, I ensure that I'm not spending all of my time creating. I've talked about this in a previous episode about inspiration versus perspiration. If perspiration is the act of making the art, you also need to have the reverse and get some inspiration. So you need to go and consume some art and things that boost you up. And finally, explore and be curious. Now, I love to explore the things that make me feel uncomfortable within reason. Like I'm not going to go and get addicted to heroin because it makes me feel sad and uncomfortable and a bit worried. I mean, things that like healthy fear. That's how I've done most of the things in my life. It's, you know, if, if it was something that was scared of without good reason, i.e. like I'm not in immediate danger of death, then I have to explore it. And that's how, like, that's how I moved to England to pursue acting again. It's how I started stand-up comedy. And that's why I got singing lessons. I mean, I still haven't sung in front of an audience, but I didn't say I've achieved them all. I'm just pursuing them. And so I keep exploring it because I really don't understand why I'm afraid to sing in front of people. Like the conscious thing, I just, just quickly, disclaimer, I can push through and do the things that scare me. But for some reason, every time I've tried to sing in front of some people and I go, yep, I'm really nervous and I'm scared. I still can't get my vocal cords to just join the party and perform anyway. It's like those people who can't hide their emotions on their face. That's what my vocal cords do. If anyone is a singer and has advice on how to overcome that, please send it through because it is one of those missions that I do have to overcome. And yeah, like help. Next up, body. So clearly, look after it. It's your temple. It's your meat suit. It's the condom made out of skin that holds all of your bits inside of it, including the previously mentioned mind or its physical counterpart, the brain. Right? You got to look after it. Now, something you need to know is that your stomach is your second brain. If you didn't already know that, you need to know it because that's why you get a gut feeling and why you end up getting like a, an acne breakout after you've been stressed. That's because your stomach is ruling your body. So look after your stomach. Like eat well. Don't get weird and, and don't you know, not eat or go putting crazy rules on yourself. I've done those things and they don't work. You just need to eat with the good old predictable 80-20 rule and live your best life. 
I'm not going to go further into that because you're a grown-up child who can research and make your own food decisions, but just look after yourself, okay? Now, in regards to body as well, we need to talk about exercise. It helps with stress reduction, sleep, cognitive ability, mood creativity, ding, 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 keyword. Have you ever been like walking around or running or in a Pilates class and you come up with a great idea with nothing on you to write it down? Well, that's, there's a reason for that. Exercise pumps the blood around the thinking muscle, which then pushes all the clogged up ideas and negative self-talk out the window. Hells yeah. More of that, right? The more you do it, the more you kind of clear out, you flush the system. We do all know the benefits of exercise, but the point is you just pick one that you like and find a way to enjoy it. They all have their benefits and it's good to just change it up and get different sorts of exercises in. Just find a way to make it fun. It's not a punishment. It's just something to do to keep your creative instrument in tune. And also don't believe all like the 90s movies that make all artists like weird genius loners. We can do sport too. You just got to find the one you like. For me, I love a bunch of things. I hate running, but I also kind of like it sometimes. So I'll go do it. But I like spin classes. I like Pilates bar. I like yoga and I like weights, you know, so I just change them up. Now, soul. Soul is a funny one, okay? Because like, I don't care if you don't believe in reincarnation. I don't care if you don't believe in the power of the universe or whether or not you think Ron L. Hubbard was onto something when he wrote his sci-fi turned cult religion. Like none of that matters. Like the concept of the soul in the way that I'm discussing it is something that is more about the bigger picture and meaning. And I know you all have some sort of relation to it. Call it your purpose or call it your calling or just call it whatever you want. It's the thing that either lets you live happily or it nags at you to be doing something else different or takes your mind on wild daydreams of doing anything different in your day. The soul is something that needs active attention and love and it needs care and and it's the thing that is directly connected to our mind, the topic we discussed before. So as I did discuss before, we need to seek out inspiration, exploration. Do it like every opportunity. So you, you can do it at any point in your day. You don't have to go to an art gallery. You don't have to be traveling to do it. You can just open your eyes and your senses and get in the world. By getting out of your head and into the world, you can expand the soul, aka the thing that lets you feel inspired and helps you sleep in peace at night. If you're struggling to come up with what to do to like look after the soul, like do the pages as I discussed before, or just... Go for a walk and notice what's going on. Sit on the train and actually watch the interactions between people and see what happens when they notice you and you smile. You know, like all these different things, like this connectedness we have to other people in the world around us. These are all the things that can help inspire and look after the soul. None of this is about being like a wellness guru or having like some soft and whispery voice and going to meditation. It's just about being present and looking after the self. It's where passion comes from and passion is fuel for creativity. So we need to look after the passion, look after the soul to keep fueling the creativity. See, it's all cyclical. All right, we're getting down to it. We're on to the last two. I knew this was going to be a short episode. I like the solo episodes being short ones. This is just like quick tips and tricks that I found that I hope they help if I'm going over old territory. Good for you. You know, we're just, we're just all here to have a good time. Okay, so next one, time. Time is, is so funny. Like it moves fast when we're having fun and it goes slow when we're bored and then it stops when we're enamored with a person, place or project and we lose all connection to our third dimensional world. It's so strange. But because it's so strange and it's so powerful, we need to respect it. I mean, yes, we did make it up, but that was because in medieval times, everyone found it really hard to meet up for brunch when it was cloudy and you couldn't see where the sun was, you know? Like there were so many smashed potatoes that went cold while we waited for each other to turn up. Yes, Smashed potato was a reference to smashed avocado um, if it was in medieval times when we were all peasants. And no, I'm not sorry. Anyway, time. You need to respect it because you need to respect your own time. 
So you don't waste it. <laughs> like you don't waste it wondering whether or not it's worth spending $7 to use a road with tolls so you can get home 20 minutes earlier. Like it is. I've done that before. Where I'm like, mm, should I go on tolls? I don't want to use Eastlink because I don't want to spend the money on it. But it gets me home even 15 minutes earlier. Yes, your time is worth it. Just, just do it. You also need to respect your own time. So then you don't start putting the needs of your own creative work and your craft and, you know, your secret career in the background. You know, how many times have you been at work and your boss asks you to stay late and they ask you last minute when you had planned to go home and do something towards your own project? How many times has that happened? And you said yes, when literally you could have just done the work tomorrow or it's just, it's just not necessary. See what I mean? Like, obviously, yes, we have to look out for ourselves in our bank accounts, make sure there's money coming in. But how many times have you put it in the background for no other reason other than you deeming it less important? If you have the choice, keep being creative and respect your time. You need to respect your time so that other people respect your time. Like, I've never not respected someone who said that they have to leave because they've got to go, you know, do their own work or they've got to go do something with any anything to do with the areas that I mentioned before. They've got to go do a workout. They've got to go see their family, their friends, an art gallery or do just something just to make themselves feel better. I've never not respected them telling me that they need to use their time effectively. I like, I respect other people's time because I respect my own. And finally, tribe, community. Facebook groups, (laughs) like whatever you want to call it and wherever yours is. Like this is actually a big one for me. And it's one that I have talked about a few times. Well, this is one of the main ones I've talked about with a lot of creatives in life recently. And it's like that, it's that work-life balance thing. When you're managing all of the areas previously mentioned, then tribe can naturally fall into place. Yes, we do have to work hard and look after ourselves and manage ourselves and ensure that we're always striving and moving towards the dream. But what is it all for if you can't show up in your own life with the ones that you love? Doing any of this creative work and working so hard doesn't feel as sweet when there's no one to share it with and there's no one that you can spend your downtime with. Like, yes, I'm a bit of an ambivert and sometimes I just want alone time when I finished a big day of work, but other times it's just nice to have the people around you, the people that care about you and have supported you along the journey. And I know a lot of people are great at this, but sometimes we cannot. And I know I've definitely done this before like I've learned these lessons over the past couple of years like I was always so focused on trying to learn more and do more and be more and be better that I kind of lost sight of the people in my world like I almost didn't feel worthy of their time and sure when you go down the creative path that can mean that you can lose some friends or you know the closeness with some family because now they don't understand you or they don't resonate with you because you're doing something completely different but in the same way that things can drop away and you something else will grow in its place and community or that sense of belonging is one of the most important parts of it. Like how much better is it when you're doing something creative or you're even reading a book that you really love or a TV show? How much better is it when you can talk about it with other people? That's why all forums and fan fiction and stuff, that's why all of these things are so popular. It's because we want that sense of community. Have you noticed community gardens? Like there's a reason why people at community gardens or community markets and farmers markets are so happy. It's because they're connected and they kind of belong somewhere. They're they're belonging in their physical world. I always believe definitely to get out of your comfort zone. It's so important to get out of your comfort zone and be in new environments with new people and growing and expanding. But by the same token, you also need to keep that in moderation. Like we have comfort for a reason. It's where we go to regenerate. It's where we go to balance. It's where we go to find center and to remind ourselves what it's all about. People give us support. They teach us and they help us build our own resilience. They they're there to collaborate with as creatives. They're there to collaborate with and network with and they're the perfect medicine for like the biggest health threat that is facing the Western world right now, which is loneliness. And we don't have to be that way. So if 
if you've got no one to lean on when the going gets tough, when you're sending yourself mad, when you're trying to write the third act of your book or show, or no one there to tell you you've got this when you're about to play to the biggest crowd you've ever had, or you're about to open like the ugly tin of brown paint to help with the low lights of your painting, <laughs> or like if you've got no one there to encourage you when you want to explore a dissonant sound in your new song to make the rest of the sounds sound more sweeter, or if you've got no one around to try your new dish idea of putting peanut butter, cherry tomatoes and dill on toast. That is an actual story. Try that in a cafe. Peanut butter, cherry tomatoes and dill on a piece of toast. It sounds disgusting, but it was amazing. And obviously that had to have been tested somewhere. If you've got no one there to test it, you got to get chatting, bro. If you don't have these people in your life, let's get creating. I'm thinking about, I don't know, maybe making a Facebook group or something to help each other connect and build the tribe. Like right now, you listening to this, you're a part of my tribe. It's just such an important thing. It's one thing that we do have to actively focus on. Because like I said, I experienced this in my life a few years ago. I spent so much time like trying all the time and pursuing and moving and trying to grow and learn. And I sort of, in all honesty, I feel like I neglected all those important people in my life, those friends who stayed with me and didn't drop off as I was going and pursuing all of these things. So I made, I've made an active effort the past couple of years to be a better friend, to show up all the time for the people that I care about and who've shown me support and respect and in the same way in creativity as well. It seems like such a simple idea and it seems so obvious yet I know I dropped the ball on it. So if that's happened to you, it's time to pick the ball up. If you don't have those people, like they're there, I promise you. Like it doesn't matter how weird you are, there are always going to be people as weird as you. Like I found my tribe with comedians, actors and and book nerds, right? You're going to find yours as well. And actually, if you do already have yours, just make sure you check in with them. Like make time for people. They support you through thick and thin and all your crazy ideas and just make sure you're doing the same for them. Like I always think it's strange that we have the are you okay day to support mental health. Like that's great, but every day should be mental health day. And by looking after your own mental health and checking in with the ones that you love every day won't be are you okay day, it will be you are okay day. I know that sounds nerdy, but I quite liked it. This has actually turned into an entirely philosophical episode and I hope that's okay. I mean, like I've always been a bit of a philosophy nerd and this was bound to happen, but they're just things I've been thinking about and talking about. I know like genuinely I've dropped the ball on all of these things that I've talked about and this podcast is about being honest. If I've dropped the ball on sometimes all of them at once, right? Never, never been a good juggler, but I'm trying to be better. So I wanted to talk about, and I hope this is sort of helps you out because All of these things are genuinely important. Like without them, you don't have the foundation to create a strong craft in your creativity. Like, yes, you can build it while you pursue the craft. And in fact, the craft can teach you all of these things and introduce you as you go. Like I said, you know, pursuing my craft of acting took me to England and helped me find my tribe and, you know, reconnected me to the special people in my life. And, you know, pursuing comedy then also opened me up to new people to connect with and build my tribe and again connect with the people who already existed in my life but in general all of these topics aren't you need to recognize them because one of them could actually just be the resistance that is standing in the way of your pursuit the secret resistance in the form of a squeaky wheel like there's a lot of focus on grind and hustle and yes I 100% agree that you do need to work hard but not at the expense of your life not death that's not what I mean but like the the life around you like we are not our work we are not our problems we are not our resistances we are artists and sometimes you just need a hug from your mum you know so work hard do it those who understand you will support you but you need to support them back and you need to look after all of your wheels and remember that to be an artist 
You also need to be a full person too. The starving artist trope is dead. So go get your fill. I hope that's helped. Look after your mind, look after your body, your soul, respect your time and ensure you have tribe. These are all the things that are going to help you be a better creative and keep growing. I mean, I should have put patience in into this thing. That is an important part of it, but that can just be tapped into mind, you know. You get to learn it and meditate on it. And, you know, to be honest, patience, I don't have it. Even right now, I'm like, yep, yeah, cool, we're done here. We're at 28 minutes. But, you know, patience is a virtue and it is one of the important things to do in creativity. That's a whole separate episode. I'm going to leave that. I just, I hope you're happy with this. <laughs> Thank you again to everyone who has been listening. There is so much going on. And there's so much that I've been learning about my own creativity and there's so much I've been really enjoying discussing about creativity and the pursuit of happiness. There is a movie about that, but I don't think I've seen it. But this has been a fun episode. I've enjoyed talking to you all about these crazy ideas and these theories that I've had. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just a theory. And I hope you get something out of it. There are a lot of cool episodes coming up. Um, There's going to be some some tough episodes coming up too. Uh, There's one I've got about AI which is interesting, but I'm going to dive into the AI topics quite a lot over the next coming year because if we thought it was only coming for the writing jobs, it's coming for other things as well. But I think we can still win. We can win against the robots. Okay. Just stick with me. All right. As always, if you've got any ideas, any thoughts, any resistances, any just, I don't know, send me a shopping list. Just connect, keep connected and I'll see you on the other side. Bye. so much for tuning into another episode of the your weird podcast it is an absolute pleasure to bring these episodes to you and i hope you're feeling inspired and creative and just a little bit weird if you would like to support the podcast or if you would like to support me in my artistic adventures then please head over to the patreon you can go to patreon.com forward slash hannah sainty or you can head over to my website at hannahsainty.com and check out the t-shirts that i've been making and if you can't do any of that please just go and follow the socials that is the currency that we live in these days so every follow counts and i'd love to have you thank you so much and i'll see you next episode